Hello and welcome to Download Your Thoughts, where two friends download their thoughts on anything and everything into each other's brains. I'm Claire Cordell. And I'm Soph Jones. And this week we are giving you our February 2021 recommendations. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> It's the middle of the day on a Sunday. I've just got out of bed. <laughs> Me too. Hence my Barry White voice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, guys, Also, when so we busy. usually record, it's later at night, so everyone's a little bit more quiet. So be prepared for, in my area, my people living in my house to be loud, the dog, the children next door to be screaming, and th- I'm sure there was just a flock of geese that flew past my window. <laughs> so just to prepare (laughs) yeah just bear with us on this one guys Mm -hmm. but for some reason maybe this is a taste of what it's going to be like when things go back to normal like we're having to just record this when we have the time because for some reason I've had a zoom every night this week we're going to give you our February recommendations just like we did last month this is the new monthly thing I was going to say we're going to talk about film, but neither of us have a film on this list. So we're not talking about film, but we are going to talk about music, TV, books, podcasts, socials, life. And then I've got a little food and drink one as well. So do you want to start us with some music? Yeah, let's start with some music. I've been I don't know what happened to me. End of and very end of January, beginning of February. I got really very much back into listening to paramore and kind of indie rock i don't know what i don't know what was happening to me but on this journey i found um a singer called kelsey carter and i'm obsessed with her i she is so fucking cool she's so cool and i've put a song down here by her called stick to your guns and it's about basically saying you don't need to change yourself for anyone else Mm -hmm. just stick to stick to who you are And that also reminds me that I included Pale Waves last month, not knowing that they had an album coming out. Mm -hmm, So Pale mm -hmm. Waves, I've been listening to a lot of as well, but I'm not going to include because I included them last month. But I did just buy tickets for them. I'm very excited. The best thing in my life happened. Taylor Swift is re-recording all of her music. The circumstances around it are shit. And I'm not even going to go into it because it makes me really mad. But all I'm going to say is fuck Scooter Braun. The first re-recorded song came out which was love story and it just oh man it unlocked so many memories for me so many feelings i i just loved it and i'm so excited to hear the new version of fearless with extra songs on it like how she wanted it to be i think it's such unfortunately such a rare thing that an artist can put out songs that are completely how they want them to be and are not controlled by management so to have this is very special finally oh no two more two more two more two more a song called cry over boys by alexander 23 i really i this is one of those songs where i'm like ah oh, man i really needed this song like 10 years ago i really needed mm-hmm. this song it's about well the, the lyrics are something along the lines of like why do you cry over boys you've never met in real life and like you crying over boys who are not nice to you and stuff like that and it i just think it's it's like a really it's nice to hear a song like that coming from a male voice yeah that's not fully sort of emotional female yeah 100% yeah I really like that and then the last one I can't say I recommend this song but it's been living in my head rent-free is UK Hun from Drag Race 
I yes. cannot get that song Stop. out of my head. Honestly, Why? when I'm exactly the same, when I'm not thinking about anything. Bing bang bong, ding bong, bing bang bong, bong. <laughs> constant. Honestly, constant. It is an earworm that I cannot get out. So it's not necessarily a recommendation, but it has been very present in my brain this month. I saw a TikTok yesterday that said UK Han is like Baby Shark, but for adults. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> exactly that. It really is. You can't stop. You just can't stop. Hit us with your, um, with your music recommendations, please. Oh, King is re-releasing Out in the Cold, which was on Tapestry. <gasps> well, she's re-released it, so that's out. That's on my list. <laughs> unbelievable carol king i love you um uh, your life is a record our brandy clark uh and there's a single a live single version of the song who you thought i was which is just beautiful i listened to it about six times on repeat yesterday when i was on in my uber going to a gig and i was like this is unreal i love this song so much the next one is uh good life by Tim Protty Jones, who is the producer of my album and my new single. And my new single is my next recommendation, Come Back For Me by Claire Cordell, yes. which is available on all platforms. Yeah. I was going to put that on mine and then I saw you'd put it on yours. So I was like, okay, she's got a cover. <laughs> I don't need to promote her. She's shameless. She's doing it herself. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. Amen. I got my stats for how many plays it's had so far. So it came out on... A week ago, mm-hmm. literally a week ago, um, and trusty old Spotify for artists has told me that we've had 581 plays so far. Nice. And there's one person listening right now. So thank you, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that feature. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. Same, I'm, like, I'm like, who's sitting there listening to me? <laughs> yeah, I didn't need I to know. Mm-hmm. I know. That was all recorded. That song was all recorded in my bedroom. I had to sing it yesterday and this I did this live stream gig yesterday and I had to sing it forgot the words halfway through didn't I sang all the verses in the wrong order I was like well I wrote it who cares Mm. who cares if I want to switch this round I definitely played a gig once where I forgot the next line so I thought of a line very quickly in my head that rhymed and then moved on I was like fully I do that all the time that shouldn't be a skill that I have to have it's so frustrating for getting your own songs. You're like, this literally came from my brain. Why can't you remember? I think that's why, because you don't remember you don't remember every single thought you've had word for word, do you? True. And that's essentially what a song is. True. And we're going to film and cause there's nothing there. We're moving to television. <laughs> TV wise, I'm gonna be really honest. I have not watched a lot of TV this month because I have, for some reason, I don't know what's possessed me. I've been re-watching Geordie Shaw. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's absolute trash, but I watched it when I was a teenager. And I feel like sometimes when you re-watch stuff that you watched when you're younger, it's just this nostalgic feeling. So I'm watching people fully banging each other on TV. I'm like, wow, so nostalgic. But other things I've been enjoying have been Drag Race UK. I just, I think it yes. is top tier TV. It's just so good. It's the, so The British. looks that the queens are presenting are so strong as well this year. Whereas you wouldn't, yeah. that's, this isn't a read for UK. We just don't, We there's not as much money invested in UK drag as, than there is US drag, which mm-hmm. is just a fact. So when the queens are producing looks that are arguably better than US looks, you're like, mm. fuck yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've always got the impression that a lot of US drag is quite glamorous, whereas UK drag mm. is a lot is a lot more kind of camp and comedy. It's not so much about yeah. the looks. So it's really nice kind of seeing all these different all these different looks. And yeah, I think it's great. I watched the Reframing Britney Spears documentary, which made me incredibly sad, but was such an important watch. Another example of women just being absolutely fucking screwed over in the music industry. And I think I think it's an important watch for everyone to kind of yeah. understand understand the industry and understand what horrendous shit goes on. Like we all watched Britney Spears shave her head and made it into a joke. Yeah, completely. completely. Reflecting on that, I'm like, she was going through it. She was having a horrific time. And I feel like now there's there's starting to be more of an understanding about mental health. But back then there just wasn't. No one spoke about it. If you had mental health issues, you were just deemed crazy. And that Mm. was the end of it. That's such a common thing though. You just have to look at people like Amy Winehouse. Yeah. She was severely depressed and had all sorts of other things and it was just laughed off like oh she's just a crackhead leave her be but and it's the same I, I watched the Britney documentary as well and and I remember it all like going down and I remember watching sit not even watching because it was at a time where there wasn't a huge amount of like social media presence it was seeing on the front of newspapers and in magazines and in heat magazines like jokes about Britney's done this now Britney's got a marriage and blah 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 it's lasted 24 hours and you're like but why though why was that not in, why was that not fully gone into why yeah. was no one going Brit babe do you need a hand yeah 100% letting her crack on yeah I watched something in December on BBC I think it should still be on there called the celebrity story and it talks about all the kind of different aspects of celebrity and they delve into the kind of trashy press that there was you know there's magazines that were like catching people when they were like on the beach and it's like oh my god look at their cellulite and all that kind of Mm. stuff and talking to celebrities who were affected by it and it's just I like to think that nowadays we're starting to be a bit more switched on and be like absolutely not they are still a person but back then there was such an appetite for it and I guess social media has kind of changed that as well Mm. because people can offer up what they want to. It's a miracle that going through all of the years of Perez Hilton doing things and everyone else sort of trying to stitch celebrities up that we've even managed to come to this mindset but it is because of a lot of people like like Lizzo she's an exceptional example of someone that goes show what fuck off look I'm great I look great yeah and that's the sort of people I think we need to start modeling our children's minds on because they have the right idea Oh, I watched that um, Cecil Hotel. Yeah, so did I. Which what did you think? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not very good with true crime because however they present it to me, I'll be like, yeah, fair. Uh-huh. Whereas I've seen everyone online like, no, I don't believe the police. I don't believe the hotel manager. I'm like, oh, okay. See, I love true crime. I watch true crime almost every single day. I've actually mm. got one lined up that I'm going to watch in a minute. But mm-hmm. I was, I'm, the, I'm with the people that have said they don't believe the police. There is no way that that girl jumped into that fucking water vat and killed herself. Because how'd she lock the door behind her? No, but they said it was open, didn't they? No, they didn't. It was closed. It was shut on top of her. <laughs> I don't know. I just was, by the end of it, I was like, oh, they. I think that they have started to make a documentary, uncover some shit that they didn't want, the police didn't want them to go into. And it was too late to turn back on the documentary. So they just had to go, yeah, uh, it was uh, solved. What about you? What what TV have you been watching? Um, As always, I've been on my Real Housewives journey. Mm-hmm. I've done most of the American ones now, so I've now moved to Cheshire. 
So I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching the Real Housewives of Cheshire. I've got myself up to season five. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been watching uh, The Outsider, which has it's kind of turned super supernatural, and I wasn't expecting it. Also, oh. Cynthia Erivo is in it, and she plays like a witch doctor, which is really cool. It's very bizarre. It's a bizarre program. I don't want to say too much about it in case no one's watched it and they don't want spoilers, but I would recommend <laughs> it. It's pretty good going. Okay. And I think it's only like, I think it's only a season, but it's good. It's very good. And one of the main, I did this all in a week. I watched the entire 10 episodes of Band of Brothers, mm-hmm. which is like a, it, I didn't realise that it was A, as old as it was and b had as many famous people in it at one point jimmy fallon just rocks up on a fucking army truck just to deliver some weapons and then he's off (laughs) i was like well i was watching it and every now and then like andrew uh andrew scott's in it oh yeah who else killian murphy was in it briefly honestly so so good um it's about paratroopers in around the second world war and d-day and stuff mm-hmm. and um it centers around this like one group of soldiers who are always put to do various different things and like where they get placed and it's quite violent but it's very good and it made me cry multiple times it's very very good it was like out in like 2001 and it must have completely passed me mm-hmm. because it is fabulous and you can watch mm-hmm. that all on sky i think and then the last one i had just finished it, it was a true crime and it's called white house farm Mm, yeah i'm watching that i think i'm two episodes from the end it's very good although come back to me when you finished it because i need to discuss the ending (laughs) okay moving on to books i haven't actually read anything this month i've been a terrible human (laughs) i've spent a lot of time watching real housewives nice i've read quite a lot of books this month Mm. i kind of set myself with the challenge of reading like as many books as i could and i think i've read about nine which yeah i don't really know how i've done that but unfortunately most of them were shit um or i just like didn't really enjoy that much i fucking hate it when that happens especially when you're on a reading roll and you're like well yeah and a lot of them were books that like i wanted to read for a really long time um one of them was so shit that i sent it to my dad because my dad's really into english literature and he reads really fast and i was like i need you to read this and tell me if i'm being stupid and i've just missed the point of this or if it's actually shit and he read it and he said it was shit so I felt validated and now we've started a little book club so that's cute so he sent me he sent me a couple of his favorite books he just texted me actually like have you read any of them yet I was like no I'm I'm still on trying to finish this book that I just started so Catching the Rise on your list isn't it Catching the Rye and Catching the Rye is one of my favorite books ever I'm excited to read it but I did write one book down because I did read one like really good book that I really really loved and it was one of those books where I finished it and I was like oh man that book was so good mm. um and it's the midnight library by matt haig i love matt haig i i just the concepts for his books are so interesting and this is no different it's such an interesting concept and it has like a really nice message and i always love that he deals with mental health so mm. well in his books it's so real but it's not in a way that makes you feel like oh god this is really full on reading about someone's mental illness like it's really well done podcasts 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 what podcast have you been listening to other than ours um other than ours and other than my standard dad wrote porno reruns <laughs> i've been listening to my workplace clap and grand have a little mm-hmm. podcast now which is great and they just had um taste and 
someone on from Drag Race, which was really cool. They're very cool. It's called The Grand Podcast, I think. Um, I'll tag it eventually when this is out. But yeah, mm-hmm. very proud of my little workplace doing the little podcast. Nice. So hopefully we'll link up and do one with them because that'll be cool. That would be so fun. Moving on to socials. Social. I've got loads this, this month. I've spent a lot of time doing weird things. Hit me up. Fun. Hit me up with what you got. <clears throat> Oh, you know I'm a plant woman, so tell me how you would say this, because I would say candied. Mm-hmm. C-A-N-D-I-D-E. Is it not just candid? I don't know, but I didn't know there was an E on the end of candid. There isn't, but okay. yeah, I don't know. Or regardless, happy. that app identifies plants if you just point your camera at it, and it gives you like tips on how to look after your plants and <laughs> where to get more plants. Because <laughs> you need I love more. It candied app that's my favorite um and on that uh note of plants beards and daisies they deliver mm-hmm. plants right to your door um and it's great because i love a plant what else we got moon magic jewelry which is something we're both obsessed with and i've got everyone else i know obsessed with it as well three of my other friends have been like i just bought a ring from there i'm like yeah <laughs> they quite often do like little discount codes if you're a first-time shopper as well which is cool so have a look at that oh my friend makes like vintagey looking graphic design signs mm. and I was stalking her Instagram and her Etsy page for hours the other day because they're so cool. Um, she signs by George and George is J-O-R-G. Signs by George on Instagram, Facebook and Etsy and she'll do custom ones as well. She's done a load for like the sides of shops as well, little buildings and they're so cool. I'm going to... Uh, commission her to make me one eventually when I get my own manor house <laughs> she's gonna do the sign for Casa de Claire um <laughs> what a name then, I know and then my final one is I've resorted back to being uh <laughs> 2015 and I've redownloaded Temple Run <laughs> I saw your tweet about this and I was like I can't redownload it because I'll never get off my phone honestly I've already beat my high score like three or four times and I'm like <sighs> this is addictive hit me up with some of yours what are your recommendations for this month so i've been uh i mean we've been in this house seven months we finally started to do some of the 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 painting uh because i fucking hate painting it's the biggest stress of my life but we painted our bedroom Uh, well one wall (laughs) we've not done the rest of the wall wall. yeah we've done the feature wall we put up a, a shelf and i was looking for prints to put on said shelf and i found this place on etsy called twisted rebel designs and oh my god i'm so in love with their designs i got a fleetwood mac one and it's Mm. just it's so pretty and i love it and they are one of those small businesses that it just when you make an order with them they send you a bunch of really cute shit with it so it was in like really nice packaging they had a handwritten note they'd also included like another small print for free which i love so much that i framed they're really really cool i really like them um, and then I have been doing these um, lectures and they are run by the Slow Factory. So it's an open ed- education program um, and it's called What School Won't Teach You. And it goes through lots of different topics. So they've got topics on fashion and colonialism, fashion and waste, um, the history of plastic. So it kind of talks about environmental issues but kind of within the framework of a lot of this comes from colonialism and from white people being trash, essentially. Mm. And it's so 
Open Edu is the open and equity-centered education initiative for Black, Brown, Indigenous and minority ethnic communities taught by Black, Brown, Indigenous and minority ethnic scholars, thinkers and educators. So it is free for those communities. And then if you are white and you want to learn and educate yourself, you are asked if you can to donate so that it is still free for the communities that it is meant for. So I donated and it's once a week. They're about an hour. I have learned so much already in the two lectures that I've done. For example, secondhand clothes and how um, about 10 to 20 percent of what you donate secondhand is actually sold in, in the shop that you donate it to. The rest is exported to places like Ghana, where it is then bought by people and like in bulk and sold on. However, about 18% of it is actually good quality sellable stuff. The rest of it is then in their country and is going to landfills there. So we're just moving our problem around. Yeah, it's not a solution. It's just relocating it. Yeah, Yeah, it's horrific. I think I'm going to do some of these with you. I think I'm going to do the next one with you. Yeah, I really recommend them. It's really opened opened my eyes and made me think about things a lot more. Mm. and I get that it is hard, especially if you like fashion, to be like, I don't need to buy new clothes all the time and to think about buying secondhand instead. I understand that it's hard to kind of get out of the the thinking of like, I've got this occasion coming up, so I need to buy a new something or other. We, as a society, need to fucking take a step back and be like, maybe I don't. Maybe I can maybe rent I something. Maybe I can borrow something. Because otherwise we are we have a one-way ticket to the absolute hellhole. Yeah, completely. And that's really a really good point because again, as I mentioned before, plus size women, it's quite difficult to buy secondhand mm-hmm. for secondhand prices that aren't sort of that you don't have to go high end vintage for. Mm-hmm. So learning how to use a sewing machine was my friend because I can then repurpose my outfits. The other day I and I am guilty of buying a lot of stuff. I buy a lot online we're on a spending ban and I've already broken it twice (laughs) yeah I was gonna mention that later on (laughs) but in terms of clothes I'm a big believer in just buy the other day I bulk dyed a bunch of old shit black and then tie-dyed it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's it's a whole new outfit a whole new set of clothes now because again as a plus-size woman it is difficult to buy secondhand because they don't often have them in charity shops and that kind of thing you have to then look online and then it just ups the price significantly yeah that's a, whole other matter, a, ma- a whole other matter so my point is sewing machines and learning how to hand stitch shit is your friend yeah 100 they, they spoke about that as well and i really hope that in the near future we can have seamstresses and tailors in high street shops where you could yes. bring stuff and get it repurposed or get it um kind of resized or whatever one of the things that they said like one step that you can take is to just take your measurements so you know if something is going to fit you rather than ordering it hoping it's going to fit and it not fitting and you send it back it's just so worthwhile to just take small steps and you know I'm guilty I have no idea how to use a sewing machine but I am going to learn and I'm starting to crochet stuff so I'll teach you how to use the sewing machine and then you can crochet me scrunchies. 
Yes. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. But so yeah, the the slow factory, even if you just follow them, even if you don't do their their course, they post a lot of very um, useful, informative stuff. So I highly, highly recommend. Moving on to food and drink. Food and drink, the source of happiness. Um, that's my new single. Beautiful. <laughs> um, ooh, oh, I don't know. I haven't got anything to add other than I just really like eating cheese. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I've got two favourites this month. Um, Go I'm bringing back Bird Sexy. and Blenty. No. Oh, bird and blend, yes. Bird and blenty. That's my treat for when we're allowed to break this fucking spending ban. <laughs> yeah, which you know you're on for longer now. Oh, I know. March the 11th, man. Yeah. So Claire and I said, right, February, we're not spending any money because we are both guilty of spending <laughs> loads of money online. I have not spent a fucking penny online. Claire has broken it twice. And so every time she's broken it, I'm like, you know, you've just extended it for the rest for like you have to do it for a month so you bought stuff on february 11th so now you have to wait until march 11th whereas i only have to wait until next week i can't even remember what i bought on february 11th i can't remember either but was it worth it no it must have been (laughs) tell me it must have been (laughs) no it definitely wasn't um (laughs) but yeah i well my plan was to buy more bird and plenty when our spending ban was over but my boyfriend very kindly bought me some for valentine's day so that was very nice he was like you bang on about it enough so i kind of guessed i was like fair enough but one of my favorite teas from there is the chocolate digestive tea that is top of my list for when this ban is over it's so nice i've developed a true love for buying there's like a, a vegan caramel bar like chocolate bar that they sell at my local garage and i buy that I make a chocolate digestive tea and I dip the chocolate in the tea. Yes. Do you put milk in the digestive tea or your equivalent of milk? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So it's like a proper like breakfast tea. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's like a breakfast tea. It's delicious. That sounds fucking awesome. It's delicious. (laughs) Makes it even better. (laughs) Yeah. And to add on to the chocolate theme, if people are vegan or dairy free and don't know, Just Roll have vegan cinnamon swirls pan au chocolat and croissants that are vegan they're vegan friendly so the pan au chocolat is on my list as well because i had that uh on valentine's day and it was fucking delicious i fucking love the just roll stuff they do this like garlic flatbread tear and share thing as well which is banging oh oh might look into that (laughs) see if that's vegan that sounds delicious yeah it's really nice yeah i really like them so that's as you can tell not been the healthiest month for me but i don't care and then finally we have our last category which is life life have you heard that song the desiree song life no oh my god the lyrics in that and this is not a joke some of the lyrics in that are as follows i'm afraid of the dark um especially when i'm in a park something 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 and then the other one is I don't want to see a ghost. I would rather eat some toast. It's no the way. sight that I see most. Okay. Excellent lyrics. All she's right. A, she's a, she also wrote that song from Romeo and Juliet called Kissing You, which is an absolute bop. Oh, I love that song. So she's come out with that and then a song about ghosts. Random. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, life. Life. Tell me what's been happening in your life. 
Oh, I recorded a listening party, mm-hmm. which will be streaming. Let me actually find the date because <laughs> I want to say March 11th, but I think that's just because we were talking about March 11th. I'll book your show date for March 11th. <gasps> well done, babe. I'm a psychic. She's a psychic. Okay, so this is so if you remember, if you've been following Sophie and I for a while, we war child live stream gig which was raising money for the charity war child which we raised quite a bit of money for which was very exciting so it's the same agent so they used to book me for quite a lot of gigs before lockdown and they're doing this scheme at the moment which is where which is where they record a pre-record a listening party so like a gig and then we'll stream it a month or so later so i recorded mine yesterday um, and it will be out on March the 11th and people can watch along and there's also incentives to bid for. Um, and I have a list of a list of very exciting incentives which you can purchase alongside the gig. And I will read you a couple of my favourite ones now where if I can find them. <laughs> so the examples um, are you can get a signed set list, um, a pin badge, which is very cool, a little macrame crystal, I'll do a tarot or moon card reading. Um, you can, oh, this is another feature, which is part of the package that the booking company have done. So you can buy a live album of the gig. So it's being fully produced and stuff, which will be really, really cool. And it features a bunch of my music, including a never heard song before. Um, I'll do a personal thank you video, a handwritten lyric sheet. I'm really hoping people don't do that because my handwriting is so bad. But I'll do it for you if you want. Oh yeah, you've got really good handwriting handwritten lyric sheet that Soph will write for you <laughs> um, <laughs> um this is my favorite one um a selfie every day for a month oh my god <laughs> so that those are my um various incentives and they'll be posted I'll post them all over my social media as well but that's my life update that's the most exciting thing that's happened to me because I don't leave the house otherwise nice I, that's pretty cool mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool one yeah February has been a, a quiet month for me, but my dad did get vaccinated, which is very exciting. Had his first dose. That's exciting. That feels like one step closer to normality and being able to see him and just hang out. And I, I desperately need him to come to my house because I'm doing a lot of DIY and I'm shit at it. So I really need him to come. And I mean, that's really been the biggest, the biggest thing that's happened this month is I've been having breakdowns over not being able to paint. So that's, that's been fun. Fine, though. So I need him to come and do it for me. Um, and then last night I had such a fun time. Like I'm, I listen, I hate Zoom quizzes. I did loads in the first lockdown and just wore myself out. Wasn't interested in doing them. But name three songs were like, hey, we're doing, we're doing a quiz. Like, do you want to join? And I was like, well, I like Sarah and Jenna, so I'm not going to say no. Um, and then they asked me to be team leader and I was like, what have I done? Shit. <laughs> um, but it ended up being so much fun we were all in little teams we had the best time I met loads of people from all over the world who also love music it was such uh, it was like the best zoom quiz I've ever done it was so much fun and because it was all like music trivia and because Sarah and Jenna are very much they like they know about pop culture it was stuff that I could answer I was like holy uh. shit they had a whole they had a whole round on celebrity star signs it was the best 
I had so much fun doing that. And I know they're going to do, um, hopefully do more in the future. So make sure you follow them so that you can get involved because it's so fun. And it's, I've got like a whole bunch of new friends now because we were all chatting and most people liked Taylor Swift. So that was great. <laughs> I've now got a bunch of little Swifty friends, which I really little appreciate. Yes. I love it. So yeah, that's really been all that's all that's happened to be honest I've just been working I've just had a lot of work on yeah. so I haven't really had time You've been for anything busy else. at work I have been busy at work which is fine you know I would much rather be busy than than quiet but when I'm really busy at work it tends to take over my brain so when I do get time to chill I just watch Geordie Shaw and I don't do anything <laughs> else <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. You can follow us on our podcast Instagram page at Download Your Thoughts or Soph Jones Music and Claire Cordell on all platforms. Keep an eye on the Download Your Thoughts Instagram stories because we might ask you questions that will feature in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye. <laughs>